Hey, Joey. Hello, Mike Lawson. And hello to everyone listening. My name's Mike. That's Joe. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in L.A. We have been friends for over 15 years, and every single week we call one another and we catch up. Yes, we do, Mike Lawson. Yes, we do. That is what we do every single week without fail. We never miss a week. Here we are. Here we are. Now, you're kind of mad. Um, I am? <laughs> yeah, that we're recording at this time. No. Right? No. Uh, the only thing I would say is you make it. <laughs> uh, you know what? I think two or three years ago would have made me mad. Now I'm like, that's Mike Lawson. <laughs> like, I think you feel badly about having to change the time, which makes sense. But um, but then the morning you're like, so what time are we doing this? <laughs> no, because you're. I said to Joe via text, like, I could do later, I could do earlier, but I can't do our normal time. And you replied, well, I can't do later. I'll try to do the other time. Uh, I think you're right into that. So what am I supposed I, to, like, am I supposed yeah. to sit in front of a microphone or not? You know oh, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Uh, well, because I, I've, it, you know, you're hitting on something. This isn't one of my stories, but it's one of these things where, like, my sleep pattern has been so unpredictable. Like, generally, I wake up pretty early. Yeah. But, like, oh, well, you know, I'll tell you, I finally, so, you know, I, I think I talked, I talked a few weeks ago about going to this uh, MedMen with uh, uh, the Johns. Oh, no, just John Paul. I don't know what it is, so maybe refresh. Well, maybe we my didn't memory. talk about it. I went with John Paul. We didn't talk about this. I went with John Paul to this uh, in California. We they, they must have them in San Francisco. This company called MedMen. They promote them all the time on that. Uh, uh, you know, <laughs> wait. I'm going on another Joe Batanz tangent. So Mike Lawson writes this very, very, very nice tweet uh, about how uh, he's been listening to RuPaul's Drag Race recap as he slowly watches. Yeah. Um, Season 11. And then one of your friends wrote, oh, you should try Pod Chasers. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, race um, Chasers. Race Chasers. That might be a friend of this show. I don't know. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm not too sure who that mm. was that said that. So I, you know, I was like, why do you recommend another show? Race Chasers with Willem and Alaska, two former contestants on the show. And... um What's funny is uh, people always complain that they have too many commercials, particularly for this company called MedMen. Yeah, and uh, they're they're basically a marijuana dispensary, but they're kind of like the yeah. Apple Store of marijuana dispensaries. Okay, so I went with the John, was just John Paul there, and um, I thought I told him, you know what? I have so many podcasts now. I don't know why I tell these stories now, but I show up, and I had a lot of questions because I'm a big lightweight when it comes to the marijuana. Oh, yeah. Now, now that you're getting into that, it's marijuana. I'm starting to think that maybe you did tell it. Yeah, I think so. I went up. I went to the guy and I was like, um, uh, "Hey, listen, I'm a lightweight." He was like, "What?" And I was like, uh, uh, "And I was explaining like, okay." And I was like, "All right." Anyway, I bought these um, mints. Oh yeah, sour yeah. Ch- sour cherry mints, and I hadn't used them. You know. Yeah. You did kind of. I, this rings a bell now for sure. I'm turning this into a story now, and. Um, so uh, I've been kind of afraid to use them, not because I'm afraid like an immoral marijuana reason, but like particularly edibles can have an odd effect on me in that they can sometimes make me feel nauseated, you know? Yeah. Not, not, not all the time. It's just some, not a good feeling. It depends, not the intended effect. Yeah, the, not the attendant effect. So, mm-hmm. And not all the time. It depends on which one I'm doing, you know? So... Uh, I've been hesitant to try it just because I didn't know. My uh, Adam Vaught, friend of the show, Adam Vaught, his friend, that's why I bought them. She swears by these mints because she's also a lightweight and the mints come in two and a half milligram form, you know? Okay. So I was like, all right. So finally, um, 
I, uh, well, actually related to what was originally my first story, I had taken a Xanax and just slept like a baby. Okay. So I, but I don't want to do too much Xanax. So I was like, well, you know, I woke up in the middle of the night and I had trouble getting back to sleep and I'm all, I'm going to try, um, this, uh, this, uh, marijuana and, um, by the way, for people who aren't, um, uh, what's the name of my Afterthought Media Patreon supporters? That joke makes no sense. But everyone who, everyone in the world of Afterthought Media thinks it's super funny. We've been reviewing this podcast, Mike Lawson, and the podcaster says marijuana. Anyway, um, so I did these cherry mints. Um, okay. I had one in the middle of the night. And um, I will say, like, you know when people say, like, you can't taste the weed? You know? Yeah. I'm not a super taster by any means, but I could still kind of taste it. I will say, though, doing the sour cherry route does mask a lot of it. Yeah. You know? Um, But, yeah, it put me right to sleep. But it's uh, also, like, uh, almost, like, enjoyable, the taste of it. It's not like, I don't know, the way that it smells wouldn't taste good. No, exactly. It's not the same thing. You can taste it, though. I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. But the sour cherry, I will say, does mask... You can still if you if you I mean, if you concentrate and go like am I tasting that you will yeah, but you know yeah. it, it's fine. Um, but uh, anyways, but when it when I do do a Xanax or a marijuana, um, I zonk out. So actually, I did wake up earlier than usual today, but I was like, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do anything because I'll oversleep. So I've been up since five, which is your oh, usual yeah. wake up time, right? No, I've pushed it back to um, just Nine. before six now. <laughs> <laughs> Sleeping in. Yeah. <laughs> like a crazy person. Yeah. Um, but my life has been really kind of boring. But you have been a, a big part of it this last week, Joey. Oh, wow. I, well, I have this new, I guess, like Pompadoro method almost. <laughs> oh, the Pomodoro, yeah. Uh-huh. Pomodoro. Uh-huh. And um, for those of you that don't know, it's like this kind of um method to kind of help you stay focused and stay on track where you kind of like i don't know do intervals of like concentrating and not concentrating Mm -hmm. and um i've been doing that in a way because i've been binge watching season 11 of rupaul's drag race yeah and like some stuff that i do i can like do some of my creative like drawing stuff while watching a show Mm -hmm. some of it and then some of it i i cannot be watching something um like it kind of my brain doesn't work properly so i'll like put on a podcast Mm -hmm. so i've been kind of interval like in between each episode i've been listening to your recap of that episode okay that makes sense yeah um and joey you're really a smart person you you. put (laughs) like compliments uh like real compliments not just because you're my friend but like you put a lot of work into those like the scripts that you write are like super I mean, like just on the money and then like really succinct and I don't know, you're, you're really good at this. Thank you. So yeah, compliments. Um, and I just downloaded this pit crew show that you're doing, which (laughs) is, uh, by the numbers recap of the show with your straight cousins. Is that right? I haven't listened yet. I'll tell you this. It's really weird because you'd think you would think the opposite would be true with the pit crew. I would say the first, until Natalie leaves, so Natalie comes in for a little bit, but up until Natalie leaves, because I think they're new to drag, it's less by the numbers, but once Natalie leaves, it's strictly by the numbers. It becomes more by the numbers and more sports show-like 
um, and not in a bad way, um, yeah. as the show progresses. Once they become comfortable with what this is, it is actually very interesting. You do see an evolution where if you listen on episodes one, two, three, or whatever, especially Philip, there's Philip and Alex, um, they have trouble saying he, she, they don't know what to say. Yeah, yeah. And by the end, they're like, she, they like buy into the illusion. They like, right. under, they appreciate it. So it, it, you do see or an evolution. It, it's just difficult to also like understand, I don't know, I guess the rules of it. Cause you know, there are rules that you just had to pick up on. And then, yeah. you know, as you start watching more and more, you start understanding, oh, they just always call the Queens. She. Yeah, they they pick yeah. up on it. So it's but it, I'm just saying it might be a little off putting the first yeah. two or three episodes because because they, they don't understand and they have like dumb questions like what is drag or something like that. But by the end, I wouldn't say they're experts, but they they accept it a lot more, especially huh. with this the way this cool. season works out. It's really, I mean, if anybody's looking for you know a way to kind of be entertained for a month, you could download this. You know, find the season eleven somewhere. Mm-hmm. However, you get your entertainment. Mm-hmm. And then I, I think I mean, the Joe real... has a lot of episodes that kind of are labeled really nicely. So like watch episode one and then watch 20 episodes of Joe talking about episode <laughs> one, <laughs> you know, in all its different forms. It's pretty I cool. Know. Thank you. And I will say this. I am. I have a glass. Uh, I have. I paid two dollars for this glass of water uh, that I have here in my hand. And I'm using a catching up coaster. Uh, that you can get at uh, it's this week actually. It's actually ready to go now, but I just been lazy. But actually, it's really because you know what it is. I'll tell you. Mike I don't Warner. know what you're even talking okay. about. You know we have this merch right, and there's catching yeah. up coasters, mm-hmm. and uh, I will be selling Patreon merch. You know, Afterthought Media merch. And what's funny is the only reason it's not ready to go is to, to in order to sell things on uh, through Squarespace, you have to pay in advance, especially for the business one. And so I'm like, Ugh. so you're going to um, upgrade. This is so dumb podcast talk, but I'm yeah. so curious and we don't talk unless we're recording. So here yeah. we go. So you're upgrading your Squarespace so you can have like merchant abilities. Yes. Is that what's happening? Yes. Oh, very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I might have questions about some stuff then. Like well, I, I, I want to bitch about Patreon off the air, but we'll do it. Uh, we'll do it not, not because I'm afraid of Patreon, but it must be boring to the audience. So we'll do it after breakfast. Well, I have an interesting Patreon kind of like dilemma sure, story. I don't know. Um, and this is sad news. One of my friends passed away <gasps> last week. Oh my gosh! Um, very suddenly, she went to bed Wednesday and didn't wake up. Oh no! Um, Diabetic. Um, she, she was, yeah. Insulin, insulin related? I want to blame Donald Trump or something. We, we don't know. Okay. Um, it, and I, you know what? I may never know. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to kind of feel okay with that. And, um, she, it's, oh, the reason it's kind of like Patreon related is she, she, so she's a Patreon, Joey. And I need oh. to stop that shit because I, A, a I don't want to take her money again. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I just want to stop it. But then, like, if if it a charge does go through again, then I'm like, I have to fulfill it, or like, I don't know. Like, it's it's just weird like, because there is a simple answer, but oh. it's um, imagine you're going through. You could block her, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But then they're, they're, her people are going to go through her email, and be like, oh, this dick blocked her. <laughs> she gets no. an email. I just blocked someone this week for the first time. 
I'm just gonna. Oh, I want to make like I'll write down her address because mm-hmm. I have it, and then like maybe write you know some sort of letter to the family or something. Oh, would you? you I would, know her husband. I know her husband. A, a contract. Like, con- I talked yeah. to her on Tuesday. Yeah. On Tuesday. On Tuesday, you talked she, to her, and she's she was fine. Went to bed Wednesday. Didn't wake up. Oh my gosh, it's awful, awful, awful. You know what's so funny is my brother is kind of like a very tough, manly man kind of guy. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And I had a call about something silly yesterday. And I call him. He's like, hello. And I'm like, hey, blah, 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 whatever the silly thing was. And he goes, okay. And I go, what's wrong? And he goes, oh, man, I just, I'm watching. I could hear him walking. He's walking. He's like, I just got out of a funeral. And I go, oh, who died? And he goes, a friend's kid who was six months old. Uh, and I was like, oh. And he goes, yeah, it was really, really rough. And you could tell he'd been crying, was probably crying. And so what's funny is when I hung up, I got teary-eyed, and I don't even know who these people are. That's rough. Yeah. And, like, even just the decision to have a funeral for a six-month-old. Yeah. And then also, oh, like, oh, you go there and there's a tiny coffin. And yeah. why is a tiny coffin sadder than a regular coffin? You know why? Because it's, you know it's the baby shoes never worn thing. Huh. You know, uh, yeah. it's like oh, it's it's a it's a symbolic of a life cut short. Hmm. You know when you when you go to cemeteries, especially old cemeteries, you'll see. Uh, I went. I did a cemetery tour once, and uh, you'll see these like columns. They look like, almost like Greek columns, and they they look broken. Mm-hmm. And they said that that's often for someone who died young. It doesn't have to be baby. You know, it could be even someone in their twenties. But it's symbolic of a life cut short. So uh, yeah. Huh. Anyway. So, what? <laughs> I'm going to need some of that marijuana. By the way, if you want to know what I, why I'm doing that, what I want to talk about, stay, stay for after breakfast. Uh, every week, Mike and I stay for hours and hours after the show where we talk about all this content that we – it's too hot to share on the air. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah. So, uh, you, could, you could join us live usually at 9 a.m. Pacific. Uh, Ooh, did you hear the way he said that? <laughs> well, that wasn't that wasn't against you. I know. I'm just yeah. kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern, right here on yeah. mixer.com slash afterthought media. And stick 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 around for after breakfast. We're strangely one of a, a Pride 48 uh podcaster, Big Fatty, strangely knows when we're gonna go off the air, and then we'll tune in right as we go off the air and be here for after breakfast, but not for the regular show. <laughs> hey, did you say Big Fatty? I sure did, uh Poodle. We, you know what? We didn't tweet anything. I should tweet something uh, in a minute that we're not doing the normal time. Oh, yeah. I should have uh, messaged something out on Patreon. Ooh. I did. Whatever. Anyway, uh, uh, Mike Lawson, what's your first story of the of the week? Oh, Joey. Wait, what do you mean? Oh, I'm, did you do your personal story already? Um, yeah. What did I have? All right. Let's do the new. RuPaul's. No. Wait, what? Go ahead. No, go for it. You know what? Because we've kind of... I'm going to do something I usually don't do. I'm going to go out of chronological order because I had a really short second story. So since we're just kind of in the middle of all of this shit, why don't we do... I'm going to do the second story right now. So I went to... I took my my mom to breakfast. Oh, by the way, thank you to everyone who sent very nice messages for my mom's birthday. Oh, yeah. That was really nice. I recorded it. I think my mom has become suspicious that I record things. So I said them to her. I read them to her, and she just smiled and then just stared at me, and said nothing. 
And then at the end went, and, but then at the end she goes, oh, that maybe I'll play that part at some point. But she's all like, oh, that was very nice. <laughs> okay. And she like chuckled silently. But I think because she knew I was recording, she must have known I was recording. Because usually you'd have commentary. Mm-hmm. She liked the prison sandwich jokes. Any prison sandwich jokes she thought were amusing. And then somebody also did something, said something else that made her laugh. Uh, prison sandwich and... Um, who knows what else? Uh, but anyway, so I took my mom to breakfast for her birthday. My dad, too, obviously. And I was, you know, I, I don't know if you've seen this, but my cousin Natalie, who's usually here in the chat room as we do this show. And uh, she's in. she's been in Europe. And if you follow her on Instagram, you would know this. She's been posting a lot of... And they've been great. They're not like... They don't feel like, you know, someone's travel slides. Like, Too oh, much. Yeah. yeah. Oh, look what Natalie... Yeah, you know what she does? You know what she does is so great? She'll do like one a day, but like 10 pictures. You know? And um, and she goes, oh, that's cute. Whatever, right? So I was telling my mom, like, ugh, this Natalie, she's in love. Because, you know, Natalie was in love with Paris. And so I just made this dumb joke. And I couldn't remember... Did you say, hey, Google? No, I... I'm sorry. That's right. <laughs> it's so, a WhatsApp on my... Oh, oh, So I go, uh... I go, uh... God, this Natalie, she loves Paris so much. She's like that, um... Uh, Humphrey Bogart movie with Audrey Hepburn, and she goes to Paris. And my dad's like, Casablanca? And I'm like, no, not Casablanca. That's Ingrid Bergman, not Audrey Hepburn. Oh, I know who you're talking about, Joey. Um, her name's not Audrey Hepburn, though. What's her name? She's the one uh, from Breakfast at Tiffany's. I'm like, that's Audrey Hepburn. No, 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 no. Joey, stop, stop. I think it's Casablanca. I think your dad's right. Yeah, it's Casablanca. I'm all, Casablanca, is, it has Humphrey Bogart in it. I'm all like, Humphrey Bogart made more than one movie, okay? And... Uh, <laughs> I know, and he's like, he's like rich, and she went to Paris, and she's like, no, I think your father's right. I think it's Casablanca. And who's that woman? She's like, and I can see it. your brother has a big painting of her in in the girls' room, and it's she's like has a long cigarette and like this black dress. I'm like, that's Breakfast at Tiffany's, and that's Audrey Hepburn. Joey, no, it's not. It's not Audrey Hepburn. I know who Audrey Hepburn is. Not her. I'm like, guys, I am telling you right now, and I like screamed in the restaurant. It is not. That is Audrey Hepburn. Okay, I'm like, and and it is not Casablanca. And like, oh well, if you have, if you know, if you know everything, then why don't you know this movie? I'm like, okay, I'm and I went IMDb. Do you know what the movie is, Mike Lawson? No, I'm kind of tuned out for a second too. What are you doing? <laughs> well, I had it's work related. Mm. I just got a WhatsApp that I kind of like had to respond to. I'm sorry, Joey. The movie it's, is Sabrina. Oh, Sabrina. Yeah. Starring Audrey Hepburn and Humphrey <laughs> Bogart. And in the movie Sabrina, the character, she's like this dumb little, not dumb, but she's like this like mousy little girl. And she goes to Paris and she comes back a sophisticated woman, Mike Lawson. And I said, uh, that's going to be uh, her, Natalie. <laughs> anyway, that was a short little weird Betty story. You know what's really sad is we miss Natalie. We do miss Natalie. Natasha is how she is in the chat room. Anyway, she comes back today. But you know what's funny is, um, so a couple of weeks ago, this is part of the same story. All these adventures happened that day, and I didn't write them down. I'm like, I'll remember, and I can't remember any of them. But um, what's funny is, it's okay, my second story is really long, um, is uh, 
the week before I talked to AfterBuzz TV's JL, seven days before this happened, I talked to AfterBuzz TV's Jay Ellis, and he caught me in the middle of a Costco run slash Lowe's. They're right next door to each other, the one that I go to. Yeah. And I go, oh, I go, I'll Living talk to you. Living the dream, man. Living the dream. And it's I go, I'll life jail. <laughs> I, I look, I'm, I like it. I, uh, I go, I'm going to talk to you on my walk from Costco to Lowe's. And goes, <laughs> okay. And so we, we talked, right? And whatever. Then this past weekend after breakfast, my uh, my my mom and I stuck around afterwards and answered people's questions and told stories. But then also we went to um, Costco and Lowe's. And lo and behold, after Buzz TV, Jay Ellis called <laughs> during that run. And he goes, he goes, where are you? I go, oh, I'm at Costco. Then I got to go to Lowe's. And he goes, Dude, weren't you just there a week ago? Is this like a weekly thing that you do? And I go, it isn't. But I go, it's just weird that like you're calling right now in between that. So that's pretty much the life of Joe Batanz. Okay, Mike Lawson, as uh, per, per usual, for a two dollars for a glass of water. I don't understand what's happening. I'll tell you after, after breakfast. <laughs> From the mountains to the sea to all of California, this Catching Up News Report. Mike Lawson, what's going on in the Bay Area? Joey, a Swedish mobility company says it wants to bring pogo stick rentals to San Francisco. I guess because e-scooters are neither ridiculous nor dangerous enough as it is. Question mark? It's a weird question mark. The company, which I kid you not, is called Kangaroo, is with a C. Is planning to launch its rentable adult pogo sticks. Uh, in Stockholm this summer, with rollouts planned after that in London and San Francisco. Uh, Want to try one? Ridiculous. Better invest in a good helmet and a chiropractor. I cannot do a pogo stick for more than two steps, three steps. Can you? That's no, I don't think anyone can. Right? Like, <laughs> that's the point of it. Like, unless you're in the circus, mm-hmm. you can only kind of do it once or twice before you like bang up your shins and like hurt yourself. Wait, hold on for a second. I'm sorry. Hold on. Hold on for a second. I'm sorry. Breaking news. Podcasting legend Joey Buhecker is in the chat room. And uh, Joey Buhecker, if you can get your shit together, can you do you want to join us for after breakfast? And what I mean is like your sound. Thank you. All right. Go ahead. Sorry. Um, He's the zingers, though. He said they charge by the bounce. (laughs) Look, he's podcasting legend Joey Buhecker for a reason, Mike Lawson. <laughs> so I don't know. I I don't. This is it. Like reeks of like a like an April Fool's story that you see. Pop, like lot like one of these scooter companies would put this out on April first. You know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. There's no way. <laughs> I guess if you have to go th- three feet from where you are, you can. <laughs> but like, why not walk? Yeah, it's easier than pogo it's easier than walking. Yeah, because I would say even if you were a champion pogo stick person, champion, do you think you could go the distance that you would need to? In other words, I do use these e-scooters, right? Yeah, but I do it when it's like not worth the short ride to like for lift, but like it's longer. You have to be somewhere faster. You just don't want to walk, right? <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> you're lazy and um. Then it's worth it. You know, I paid, like, for instance, recent last weekend, I, I had to get, I, no, I was late for Rocket Man, the movie, and uh, I had to get from the museum to my car. I'd parked far away, but it was it was too short for a lift. So I got one of these e-scooters, and I took it to my car, right? 
Yeah. Anyway, uh, what I was going to say is that even a champion pogo stick user couldn't go that distance on a pogo stick. And maybe that's the point. This isn't like a, I'm running late, let me jump on a pogo. It's more like, hey, this looks fun. Let me rent a pogo and do this for a little bit. Perhaps. Joey Buhecker put another one of his fantastic jokes in the chat room. He said, not a zinger. Read the article, asshole. They really charge by bounce or time or distance. <laughs> it's Joey Buhecker. <laughs> <laughs> He's so funny. Joey Buhecker. Hey. Um, okay, so do you have a news story? What's going on? I mean... Okay, I told you I didn't have a news story, so I'm going to tell you. Let's talk about this straight parade. The straight pride parade. Oh, I don't know much, so educate me. Okay, I I said this on Twitter, and I'll say it again here for posterity's sake. First of all, every parade, okay, just by the nature of being a parade, is already gay. Okay? Gay, gay, gay. Yeah, parades are just gay. Yeah, people dancing around and waving, you know, colors and music. It's just gay, you know. Like they're they're by gay people for gay people. Uh, it's 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 gay. It's gay. Okay, so that's yeah. already done. You know, one, two. Here's actually my real response. <clears throat> I really do think that. Um, the people who put this together, I will say the Republicans and the far right, especially these kinds of people, they love to just irk the left and yeah. get them all worked up and all go like, ah, ha, 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 ha. look how worked up they got about what we were doing. And that's why, like, when I, when I saw, I was like, all right, have your dumb straight, I don't give a shit. I'm not going to go, you know? And, I, I only commented because more on the ire of a parade that people were people were getting like, but a lot of people I, I like there are certain people like Brad Pitt who he, they were using his image and I would I could see being upset, but like uh, some people weighed it like this um, this uh, Captain America Chris whatever Evans you know like and 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 I appreciate it and it's amazing that he's staying up first but it's just like I feel you're giving them exactly what they want the attention yeah. and by the way of the three organizers one of them is gay. And then they just got Milo Yiannopoulos to be the, who's gay to be the um, grand marshal, and I'm That's like, dumb. Yeah, wait, it, your straight pride parade person is gay? Yes, your grand marshal. Yes, I mean we we have straight people sometimes, right? Like Gloria Allred. Yeah, but she's a, an ally. But what I'm, I guess, but I guess for the you know what for the inaugural straight pride parade, you want a Chuck Norris. A Ted Nugent, some gross version of a straight person, you know, Brett yeah. Michaels. Is Chuck Norris conservative? Oh yeah, I don't know. Uh-huh. Oh, I think he is. He yeah, is. Yeah, I think yeah. he is. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, or um, Charles in charge. Oh yeah, Scott Bayo. Like, why isn't Scott Bayo? He probably would have done it too. Why isn't yeah, he the? True. Why isn't he the grand or Kid Rock? Like, why yeah. aren't Kid Rock or uh, Charles in charge? Why aren't they the? Um, the Grand Marshals of the Parade. And so I just think the media giving the attention they wanted, and that's why Milo is attracted to it. Anything where the media is paying attention, he's attracted to. And so I just yeah. think it's dumb. I, I actually don't even think it's going to happen. They'll, they'll claim some sort of left conspiracy to stop it, and they got the, t- the media attention they wanted. When is it supposed to happen? I don't know. Any, I'm not following this I feel at like all. July or August. I don't know. Where? Boston? Huh. Yeah. Great time to visit Boston. 
Yeah. JK. Oh, uh, Cosmic G says also Chuck Woolery, former Love Connection. Oh, yeah, yeah, one. yeah. Yeah, he's another one of these. Uh, Which is a we... bummer because I, I feel like he was a solid part of my childhood. Like Love Connection and then like the 20 game shows that he hosted. Scra- mm. the, not, was it called Scrabble? Oh yeah, did he? I don't know what game shows. With did the he? Tiles. He who, did a lot of game shows. Who hosted the one with the 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 whammy? Um. Yeah, I don't. He. I don't know his name. I could certainly see him. Oh, but it wasn't Chuck Rulery. No, Rulery. no. No whammy. No whammy. Stop. Yeah. So, um. Also, hey, I wanted to tell you, Joey. There's yeah. a diabetes conference that's happening in San Francisco right now, mm-hmm. and. It's got me feeling all like all kinds of ways. Like it's actually just a bunch of social anxiety. So I'm like basically avoiding everything and everybody because mm-hmm. I don't. I just don't want to like run into people. But then I'm also like not not that I have hurt feelings, but I'm like very aware that oh, but like I'm not reaching out to them. Yes. Also, mm-hmm. like, oh my god, nobody's reaching out to me. Like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, well, not nobody, but like the, I'm just very aware that, like, oh shit, like these people who, kind of in my last career when we were in the same city, mm-hmm. were like excited. I thought to see one another, and now we're mm-hmm. kind of like, not reaching out to one another because it feels on social media you're still talking to them. It, well, there's a couple that are for sure ha- reaching out and. There's some like really good friends who like yeah like one stayed at my house because she uh, wanted to fly into the city a day early mm-hmm. um so be- before like the company she's working for paid for her hotel yeah so I-, I mean there are certainly some folks that are that I'm hanging out with that are great uh, but also this week I'm like this weekend I'm dog sitting one of my friend my friend's oh, dogs is that what that means okay go ahead and so. Um, it, it's like, he's like a little kind of like, um, mutt rat terrier looking thing. Sure. I don't really know what kind of dog he is. Mm-hmm. Um, but here's the deal, Joey. So I go over to their house. They live in kind of like the tenderloin, like really close to my job. Mm-hmm. So I go over to the house and I have to let the dog out. And there's kind of like this long, open alleyway Mm -hmm. that has like a laundry room and an elevator shaft and trash cans and like the gas meters and all this stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's all gated in. And my instructions are open the gate, let him kind of run in this alleyway. He does all his business out there. You don't have to ever leave the building. Those, those are my instructions. So, I first day I go over, I let him out and he kind of just runs around and is like really excited, but doesn't do any business. He's been locked up all day. Doesn't do anything. And I'm like, come on guy. And he doesn't. So I figure maybe he needs to walk. He wants to go piss on a tree out there. Right. So I find a, a leash in the house. And when I pick up the leash, the dog freaks the fuck out and like is so excited. Oh. His tail's wagging like hell. He's like jumping towards the, the door where we would like exit to get into the street. He knew what was gonna gonna happen. So I reach down to put the leash on him and he has no collar on. So there's no oh. way for me to like attach this to him. Mm-hmm. 
So there's like a basket of dog stuff that I'm like looking through, no collar. And I do like a peripheral sort of like look around the house, but I'm not about to dig through the drawers of my friend's house. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm just there to dog say. Mm-hmm. But also like what if they have cameras and I'm like <laughs> Yeah, you're digging through their house. Yeah, and but also like I just don't I just don't need this. So I'm like, sorry, dog. And I'm not even joking. When I tell him sorry, he said, hmm. <laughs> like, okay. he, like he knew that I was telling him no. He was like desperate to go outside mm-hmm. because I think he had to pee. Yeah. And he was like holding or poop. And he was holding his stuff in because he was waiting to go out there. Anyway, long story short, I go, I go back last night, Saturday night, and – uh, I find there's like this light up collar thing, but it's not a real collar. And I know he could slip out of it so easy, mm-hmm. but I'm like, you know what? Let's just try this. Cause he wasn't peeing in the alleyway again. So I put it on, put it on him. We go outside, Joey. He is like frantic. He's pissing on everything really fast. Like quick pee, quick pee, quick pee. Okay. Mm-hmm. So he's like desperate for it. But then Joey, another dog came kind of towards us, a really nice dog, kind of an older dog. And he ran for him and he slipped down to the collar <gasps> so easy and just fucking ran for it on a, I'm on like Geary street in San Francisco, like a busy fucking street with a lot of traffic. And my life just like flashed before my eyes. And I just imagine him. Did you see all getting, the murders and where you buried the bodies? Joey. So as I'm kind of like, I'm, trying to play it cool because i do not want him to like if i run after him he's gonna run Mm -hmm. so i kind of like go slow towards him and as i bend down to reach for him he jets directly into the street (gasps) i know so i there's no traffic coming luckily and like my response i don't know scared him or something because i think i yelled and he just like felt it it, like fell onto his back Mm -hmm. and i just picked him up and i carried him back in so I got one little pee-pee out of him, or a lot of little pee-pees out of him. I got a poop out of him. But, Joey, I'm not walking him on the street anymore, mm-hmm. right? No. But we, can't you just ask the person, hey, where's his collar? He said that he doesn't have one. I did. I did. I did. Oh, okay. And so how do they usually walk him then? Well, I think that they have one, but he says that I don't. And Joey, it's a long story. <laughs> the dog doesn't live with them all the time. What? So the the dog supplies are wait where um, does the dog usually live um it's like a custody situation well then why does the other person take care of the dog during the custody situation because they're both at the attending a funeral to like a mutual friend's funeral so like everybody's Uh, there mm. that's why uh, Andre in the UK says you can use the lead, the lead or the lead to make a slip collar pull the chain through the D clip yeah I I understand that it's like one of these retractable ones, and I'm it. It gives me the sense that it will either burn him or choke him. Does that make sense? <clears throat> mm-hmm. So I get you. Hmm. Um, what's up with you? Any other stories? Did you have one more? You said you have a long one. Oh yeah, hold on, let me clear my throat. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't even had anything. I haven't had anything to eat or anything, so I don't know why I'm all phlegmy weird a flummy okay so uh mike lawson i had a fucking tuesday and a half the last week so remember i was teaching that class at that one school yes 
So, um, <clears throat> well, I don't want to get into the whole theory of how SAT classes work or ACT classes work, but they work. A lot of it is momentum. I would say fifty percent is teaching them how to take the test, and then another fifty percent is them actually taking the test, reviewing it, building the momentum. Almost if you're training for a marathon, everyone knows how to sure. run, you know. So, um, it's the same thing here. So, but because for scheduling reasons and and bureaucratic mistakes, the kids had to take the ACT in June rather than April, and I found that out the week before the class ended. So we just delayed the final week until June. Okay. Mm-hmm. And but honestly, there was nothing for me to do. <clears throat> like they've already learned everything. You can't rebuild that momentum. Again, it's like training for a marathon and then deciding two days before you're going to – and then stopping for months and then doing two days before you're going to start running again. So uh, I showed up. And so we just kind of just – it was the end of the year. They're kind of an end of the school year mode too. Just kind of just shot the shit on Tuesday, right? Yeah. But we do have a summer program that's going to be happening. So what I did was I invited certain kids from the, the class coming in. To come to an information session where I was going to show them how hilarious and amazing I am and tell them about the program in the summer. Mike Lawson, the new kids had such hatred in their eyes for me, right? (laughs) Hatred. Like utter, utter, utter hatred for me. They didn't say a word. They left. I don't think any signed up for the class, right? And I was like, oh, God. So that's already kind of shitty, right? But whatever. I mean, as I, as I said in the in the group, maybe this isn't the best selling point. Like, if two of you sign up, it's no different for me if thirty of you sign up. You know, I don't get paid for this. So anyway, <clears throat> um, they leave. It remains the other kids who love me. Okay. Well, there were these two kids who were going to be seniors who were supposed to be in this class, but they couldn't because they were on the swim team, and they asked if they could join the class in the summer. So I said yes. <clears throat> they couldn't come to that early information session, so they came in the middle. All right. Okay. <clears throat> so they show up around four. Now, by the way, these kids love any kind of free shit you give. Like one day I had a package of metal straws and they lost their minds and I when I handed out the metal straws. Okay. They go, like, Oh my god. Right? Any kind of anything free they love. Yeah. Right? So I figured <clears throat> I'm going to take some of this uh, Afterthought Media merch, right? And of course, they lo- if it's free, Mike Lawson, they love it, okay? <clears throat> I'm gonna yeah, but it has like, it's going to lead them to your rabbit hole of content. Oh, they've already found it. They, oh, already, okay. they, they told me, they, they go, oh, we listen to you. That's one of the things I've gotten used to in this day and age. They're going to Google you. Oh, if they I am you- firewall, though. Like, oh, you I are? Try re- well, I try to be. You know, like at work, I would never bring up this show. Oh, yeah. Well, that makes sense. But it's one of these things where if you Google me, you're going to find it. It's one of these things also where if you go looking for it, then that's that's on you. You know, I don't promote mm-hmm. the show in the class, but if they Google me, there's nothing I can do. It's too late. It's out, that cat's out of the bag, right? Right. That's right. on you. You find it and you get offended. Anyway, so, but like, I basically just brought Hello Ugly stuff because I knew that would be stuff that they would like the most, you know? Yeah. So I, brought, my, I guess I, I mean I hate to do it earlier. Sorry. I guess my concern is just then like I don't know. Like we're sitting in like a, a um, something professional or something, and someone's like, "Oh, did you know Mike's been to that place with a glory hole?" Or you know what I mean, like something like that. I think that's more of a thing for you or for Taylor. I mean, I don't give a shit. 
Yeah. You know, I think it's probably one of the reasons why I'm glad I do this test prep thing uh, as a nonprofit thing, though, because I think if I were doing it for profit as a bit, I would be probably more concerned. But yeah, Yeah, I think that it should still be a concern, though, because like you're I mean, your customers aren't paying you money, but like money is still being, you know, well, it's too late. It's right out there. I mean, nothing I can do. Sure. Uh, anyway, so um, okay, so I brought Hello Ugly stickers and buttons, okay. and they were just so they had no idea who these people were. <laughs> they didn't know. They, they just know that it was me and drag and a cartoon, and it said Hello Uglies, and they just wanted it, right? Yeah. So the two gay kids show up late. Well, I, oh, you should know the two kids show up are gay. Okay. Uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna kids. change their names too. By the way. I'm going to call them... Heckel and Jekyll. Oh, that's perfect. Heckle and Jekyll. I love that. All right. So Heckle and Jekyll show up, okay? Well, yeah. at first they don't say they're gay. They just walk in. I didn't get they were gay, right? But then one of them sits down and sees the stickers and goes, is that supposed to be the Boulay brothers? And I was like... Yes, Queen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, Queen, it is. Everyone who doesn't watch Dra- Boulet Brothers are the hosts of a show called Dragula, a drag competition f- show for tr- trying to find the world's next drag super monster. And Lori and I host a show that recaps that show. And so we had someone make cover art where they put us in the style of the Boulet Brothers. So the fact that he even recognized it's not even the Boulet Brothers, me and Lori as the Boulet Brothers, he recognized it as even like extra credit for Heckle, right? Yeah. And he pronounced the word boulet. <laughs> exactly. He didn't say boulet brothers. He said boulet brothers. Yeah, right. So anyway, so then we're, we're in the show. And he goes, why are you the boulet brothers? And I go, oh, no, it's actually me. I host a show called Hello Uglies. It's a podcast uh, where we, re- we recap uh, the show Dracula. And he goes, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I go, I also have a one where I talk about RuPaul's Drag Race. He goes, I know. I listen. Oh. Uh-oh. And I go, oh. And I go, what are your thoughts on it? And he goes, eh. oh, no. Yeah. And I was like, heckle. <laughs> I go, what about you, Jekyll? He goes, no, I don't listen to your podcast. And I was like, oh. Uh, but he does, he, but uh, Jekyll did turn heckle on to RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, so anyway, so then there's that. And then, oh, so then I'm like, you know what? I was supposed to meet Tuesday and Thursday, right? So, there's nothing to do. So, I asked the kids, about 15 kids, I say, listen, there's nothing to do. I explain to them what I just explained to you. I go, should we just cancel Thursday? 14 of them are like, yeah, I'm all for it, you know? Yeah. Then this girl, she Uh, raises her hand. uh Uh-huh. I call her Chola, because... The joke here is she's the sh- <laughs> she's like the shyest, quietest girl ever, yeah. and so I make these jokes that she's a hardcore chola and she kills people in the hallway, and she loves it, and the class loves it. <laughs> and um, so basically, your test prep classes are like this podcast, <laughs> but with a little more strategy about yeah. Well, that, not not this past week that was just the podcast. Okay. So anyway, um. Oh, maybe you know what? I actually recorded the Thursday class for maybe releasing it as a podcast. If people are interested in hearing what a class sounds like, what the kids sound like, uh, I might release uh. that. Anyway, um, <laughs> so and if you want for an extra three dollars on Patreon, you can listen to Joe take a shit. Yeah, well, look, people people are paying it, Mike Lawson. If they're if they're buying, I'm selling. Anyway, later today, <clears> I'm gonna fry an egg. 
-hmm. You can listen to the audio. Yep. <laughs> Live on Mixler. That's what it's all about. So anyway, I um she goes up. She goes, I want to have class. <clears throat> and I go, What? <laughs> Why? I she goes, It's my birthday. Oh. And I go, that's even more of a reason not to want to come to class. And then she's like, I know, but I didn't know any of these people before the class. And I feel like they're my friends and I have no one to celebrate my birthday with. So Joey, I want to celebrate it with my friends. She likes you guys. And I was like, we, everybody was like, oh, okay, we'll all come. And I go, I'll buy a cake. In fact, that's why when Jay Ellis called me, it's why I was at Costco. I was buying the cake for the class that day. Oh, I love a Costco sheet cake. Yeah. Did you get sheet cake? Uh, no, I got the chocolate cake. Oh, yeah. Gross. So anyway, uh, well, because there weren't that many kids. At Costco, you have to get a sheet cake for 50,000 people. Yeah, like, exactly. So there's some to take home. <laughs> Anyway, so uh, I got this uh, chocolate cake at Costco. Anyway, so I go, okay, we're like, we'll all come back. And I will say, because there's not much to the story, and you're going to hear it anyway on Patreon. Um, one kid bought pizzas for the class, and um, they, they all came together to celebrate this girl's birthday and make it very special for her. Anyway, so um, Tuesday. So then we're like, okay, we'll come back, and we leave. So then I leave, and usually I go grab some Japanese food before I go home because the traffic is so bad, right? Yeah. And I drive to this parking lot, and there's no parking right in front of the Japanese restaurant. So I have to leave the parking lot, come right back in again. And as I do, I, um, I'm turning to go back in. This guy in this big van is honking at me, and he's pointing at my car. And I'm like, what? What? Well, yeah. I, I think I'm a dragging something or I killed a cat or something. The way he's the way he's acting is, is like there is I'm in danger. So Can I, I guess what he is. Yeah. Is he one of these guys that's like, hey, I noticed you have a scratch here. I could fix that. Or that's Dent. I could yep. fix it for 20 yep. bucks. Yo, oh, hold on, Mike Lawson. So I parked the car <clears throat> and this Mexican guy gets out. Mm -hmm. And he's like, hey, I saw this dent in your car. Uh, I, I could fix it. I could fix the whole thing for $200. No, no. He yeah. says $400 at first. I'm like, no, it's all right. I'm not interested. I go, it's I not going to really guy. do much for this car. And, blah, blah, blah. and he goes, and by the way, I'm getting rid of the car soon. Like, I'm literally, I don't have to talk about this in the show. I'm such a cheap ass when it comes to cars because there's, there's no, I can't sell this car. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to drive it until it dies. I'm the same way with toothpaste tubes. I will not buy another toothpaste until every drop. And toothpaste, what, a dollar for toothpaste? I don't know what it is, right? Uh, $2? I will use I will use every bit of it until I have to. <laughs> oh, you know what's even funny? Is I buy, because I'm so nervous not having toothpaste. I buy the toothpaste tube. I already have it. It's not like I don't have the toothpaste tube. It's sitting right there, the brand new one. But still, I'm going to get every, they're not going to, this Colgate's not going to get one ounce out of me, right? Yeah. Anyway. I know they're that big toothpaste is waiting for me to give them all that toothpaste. Anyway. Uh, I, uh, so I'm just going to drive this car till it literally chokes and dies. Okay. Yeah. So I go, no, I'm not interested. And also I, I, how all your relationships end. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I'm trying to wave him off and he's like, no, no, no. Uh and then he's he must pick up I'm gay because he has eyes and ears. He's like, <laughs> You have a nice smile. He starts flirting with me. I'm like, no what? one's flirting with me, right? Yeah. This is so Was fake, it's not funny. Huh? Was he handsome? 
No. Okay. But he goes, no, I could totally fix this. Look, 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 look. He's like, and he like snaps his fingers. And then like four thuggy guys. What? Get out of the van. And he's what? like, watch, watch. They're just going to. And then they start like, they start no. working on the car. And I'm like, no, no, no. He's like, no, 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 no. It's just, look, I'll do it for you $200. No. And I can tell already. This is trouble. I'm giving them $200. Like <laughs> they're going to do it. And they're, you're yes. like. Yes. Going to be at an ATM yes. with something sticking in your exactly. back. Exactly. This is like almost the equivalent, a more aggressive version of when those guys run up to your car and like spray stuff on your windshield and clean it and then yell at you because you didn't give them money for cleaning your windshield. Right. It's like an aggressive version of that. So <clears throat> I'm playing it cool and I'm like, well, I'm just out to, I'm, I could either fight and get the shit beat out of me or uh, give them $200. No, and- Joey, really? Yeah, yes. So then I, he goes, yeah, there's an ATM over there, right? No. I'm like, fuck. I'm giving these guys $200. I'm giving them $200. Joe. Well, what am I supposed to do, Mike Lawson? They're just say doing no. It I don't know. I don't even, I don't have $200. No. There's no way you're getting $200, so you might as well stop. Yeah. I, I don't know. Nope. So anyway, I go to the ATM. I put in $200. Joe, wait, hold on, calm down. I'm, I'm so look, mad at you spo- right now. Spoiler I'm alert! So mad. Spoiler alert! I gave the I was scammed out of two hundred dollars because that's not even the point. <clears throat> I go to the ATM machine, right? Yeah, and I put my card in there. And remember when my <laughs> remember that story from weeks ago when I left my car on top of my wallet on top of the car and the cars were running over it? Yeah. A couple of the uh, cards in there, uh, the uh, uh, cards were. Um, <laughs> well, I have no idea what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of the uh, cards that were worth uh, dollars um, got like a little bent, right? Just a little bit, almost as if like just, it's weird. It's a little bit. I was okay. like, not, I'm not going to report it just for a little bit. Well, I should have because the ATM card malfunctioned and ate my card. Okay. And it goes, we've rescinded. So like. I got a receipt that said, even though you try to pull out $200, we've taken the card's malfunction, blah, blah, blah. Like, okay. Fuck. Right? So I go to the guys and I say, uh, listen, the, the ATM ate my card. And then he goes, oh, we'll go with you. And I go, ooh, no, I don't, I don't want this. Right? Yeah. So I noticed my ba- my Wells Fargo bank was across the street. So I just went and I got $200 and I just gave it to him. And I was so angry i was so that's why i took a xanax that night i was so so angry and you know what's so funny is i called Wait, this you ar- took a xanax after this i thought this story but the xanax was before you said that before. no 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 no. i said it's out of order no 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 no. i heard it before though yeah i told you i was doing the story out of chronological order you don't do that i said i, I said i'm breaking my own rule today so, so they got your 200 bucks they got 200 so. bucks and i will say this they did fix one of the dents. <laughs> so? Uh, the other dent, I knew they couldn't fix it. I mean, it looks 10% better. I mean, it's like, look, Mike Lawson, I just got I just got scammed out of $200. And it's this just, is like the adult version of someone taking your lunch money. That's what happened. I, I, you see, I, I, you know, I don't feel I had a choice. The way I felt in danger. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was on the phone with somebody we know. I don't know if he wants to in the chat room weigh in. I don't know if he's even there. Is he? <clears throat> I don't know. 
I mean, oh, he I is. just feel he, like... He's in the chat room. Uh, I was on the phone with him when they approached me, and I called him after. Uh, and I even said, if I, I even said to him, if I'm dead, call the police or something like that. Yeah, um, yeah. But, um, yeah. Well, I'm sorry that happened. I'm sorry you out 200 bucks. Yeah, well. Well. Well, in the related news, Patreon bumping up to $10 a month. <laughs> subscribe now. <laughs> subscribe now. Uh, cool. Well, glad you're not dead. <laughs> Boo Hacker has some uh, options. He says, put a baseball bat in your car, down that one one. Options are endless. I feel like I... And also, I recognize that, you know, it's much easier to say this when you're not in the moment. But I feel like I would have played, like, I don't have 200 bucks. Like, there's no way you can get it from me because I don't have it. Do you know what I mean? That's how I would have played it. So, I called um, Ward of the Show, Armando, after. Yeah. Thinking I'd get sympathy, and he just yelled at me. Because he said, well, this is what you get for talking like a white person and being white and um i got mad about that too because like that's very victim blamey but uh but it's one of these things where maybe maybe i just i felt very very threatened what what, what did you just say right yeah. now? this was, a, this was a, a, addressing that say it again what did you say because i was addressing something you said and i can't remember what it was um i said i feel like i would have tried to oh oh i see that's my. I, I, I mean, I did. The conversation was a lot longer than um, yeah, I was trying to, and it it, it it became readily apparent in body language and in tone. You know what's funny though is actually I would have been saved if I if I could have pushed him off a little longer. I could have been saved because when I came back from the ATM with the card drama. Yeah, there was a security guard standing right there, staring at them, like knowing something, knowing something was going on. But uh, uh, huh. yeah. Anyway, well, I'm sorry that happened. Um, what else? What's we kind of both had downer stories in here. <laughs> no, um, I, I'm fine. You know, like look, <clears throat> yeah, we're good. Uh, what, what's going on next week? How about that? Next week, I, I'm going today. I'm going to uh, Malibu. <clears throat> I sound like Boo Hacker right now. Um, I should keep this phlegm when I do my Boohecker impression. Listen, Batanz, uh, what did he write? Let me see. Uh, you are a wimp. This white guy would have fought back. Can you no, imagine this Boo white Hacker? guy would have fought back? That's Can you imagine Boohecker fighting back? They would have just gone like they would have like you know that Smurfs. This is a very weird height. Like here's the deal: we imagine Smurfs to be like an inch or two tall, but if you actually know Smurf lore. They're three apples high. And if you imagine something three apples high, that's a very creepy height. You know? Yeah. It's, I would say Boo Hecker is about four apples high. But the point is, well, you know what's weird? How is, how is Boo Hecker both a Smurf and Gargamel at the same time? <laughs> does Gargamel talk? I don't remember. Oh, yeah, Gargamel talks. What does he sound like? Joey Booker writes, I've been held up. I'm all, yeah, by a ventriloquist. Anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, I laughed at my own joke. What, he's like, hey, you Smurfs, I'll get you, you Smurfs, for two dollars for a bottle of water. <laughs> Barney UK, by the way, is very funny in the chat, and he said you should have performed some magic tricks to distract 
the guys at the car. Yeah. And he says through sleight of hand, spelled S L E I G H T. And I'm, this is no shade. Is that really how sleight of hand is spelled? That is how sleight of hand is spelled, yes. What the hell? How did I don't you know, think it was spelled? I don't spelled? know. I don't know that I've ever seen it written out then. That's exactly how you spell it, yeah. How has that never been in, like, at least a book that I've read? The two of them. I've read two yeah. books. Anyway, Joey, let's move Let's move on. What's going on next week for you? Have you uh, going to Mercedes today. Um, I don't think I have. I might see another friend next weekend. Right now, I don't have anything on the books. Okay. Um, we have a Tony's party for uh, oh at work God. tonight. Oh, you work in the theater. Um, yeah. And there's uh, the cast of Hamilton should be there, which should be fun. Um, <laughs> oh, Why is that funny? Sorry, Flavio Hill. I got to say his joke. He did, I got scammed for t- uh, two hundred dollars. <laughs> okay, I really don't get this. Is this this is the? I'll explain. I'll explain it. I'll explain after the breakfast. I'll explain after breakfast. Okay. Yeah. Um. Cool. Uh, what else? There's something else going on. I have friends in town. They're leaving. Mm-hmm. Uh, gonna finish probably season eleven. So I'll be spending a lot of time with you, Joey. Thank you. Um. But it's the best kind of spending time with you because you're not making fun of me. <laughs> I don't know. Listen to some of the episodes. <laughs> All right. Well, it was nice catching up with you, and I will talk to you soon. Go to hell, Mike. Okay, For two hundred dollars. <laughs> for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Contact Mike and Joe and listen to all of their old episodes at catchinguppodcast.com. Follow the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast and on Twitter at cupodcast. Follow Mike Lawson on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Mike Lawson and follow Joe Batance on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Batance. The theme song was written and performed by Rich Green, and the closing music was arranged and performed by Alex Lefebvre. I'm your Auntie Vera Charles saying farewell until the next time Mike and Joe call one another and catch up. It's what they do every single week. Without fail, they never miss a week. (laughs) 